Hey y'all, listen, it's time we stop playing it small, but it's also time for real conversations like the ones we used to have until 3 a.m. with our besties in the Taco Bell parking lot collide with the real people full of perspective on topics that are, well, maybe uncomfortable, but the ones that make it preach to those who need it. So come on, come have a seat with me. After all, I'm still the same OG. What's up, everybody? So by the time this drops, I will be sitting in Salt Lake City, Utah, probably absolutely voiceless like I am now. And it's so crazy because I am over the moon excited for this particular episode. Sometimes in life, God will allow you to go through a season that you feel like is unnecessary But when you've made it through the mountain or when you've packed up all of your things and you've begged and pleaded God to just get to somewhere small and you have to look back, my question is, are you really supposed to look back? What is back there that you feel like you have to remember? necessarily not for you to remember welcome to the table I want to come in and let you guys know that today is going to be a little heavy I just closed a call with a friend of mine and it's so amazing because her and I are going to be partnering together in some business and I thought I knew what I was supposed to talk about when I or actually when the Lord gave me this conversation And then I ran into a girl who said something to me that made me realize, wait a minute, it's no longer about me anymore on this podcast, in this space, at this table. It's really for you guys. And I have to stop looking back at the previous episodes of where I've been. And so... Let's dive into a topic that I think a lot of people question (laughs) that might be a little controversy, but please hear my heart. I never want to bring controversy to you. I always want to bring you a different perspective, a different perspective of what it is you're supposed to be looking at from a different point of view. So there's a very familiar story in the Bible about a man named Lot. And everyone remembers Lot's story because his wife looked back and turned into a pillar of salt and I was reading and studying my bible maybe about a month ago and I came across that story of Sodom and Gomorrah and then it just began to hit me over and over again I started seeing a lot of people in the social media platforms and networks talking about Lot's wife and so because the nerd in me really became intrigued I did a little digging and then I allowed God to talk to me how only God talks to me I feel like and so I wanted to share that conversation between a sovereign father with a broken daughter and how Remembering will cost you everything. And if everything is what you have to lose, 
you've become too familiar. And so in Genesis 19, and you guys know, if you don't know, I love the message translation because I'm just a down-to-earth type of girl. And so in Genesis 19, in the message translation, starting with verse 18, it says, But Lot protested, No, master, you can't mean it. I know that you've taken a liking to me and have done me an immense favor in saving my life, but I can't run for the mountains. Who knows what terrible thing might happen to me in the mountains and leave me for dead? Look over there. That town is close enough to get to. It's a small town, hardly anything to it. Let me escape there and save my life. It's a mere wide place in the road. All right, Lot, if you insist, I'll let you have your way and I won't stay about the town you've spotted. But hurry up, run for it. I can't do anything until you get there. That's why the town was called Zor. That is small town. The sun was high in the sky when Lot arrived at Zor. We're at verse 24 now. Then God rained brimstone and fire down on Sodom and Gomorrah, a river of lava for, from God out of the sky, and destroyed these cities and the entire plain and everyone who lived in the cities and everything that grew from the ground. Verse 26. But Lot's wife looked back and turned into a pillar of salt. So because I like to ask God a lot of questions, and I think sometimes he laughs at me because he's like, oh, you ignorant child. Why do you have to be so literal sometimes? So here's a lot of things that stood out, and these are the questions that I begin to ask God. Why is it that Lot only asked for him to get to a town? And why did you respond that you'll, hate, you'll save just his life? But you said that man and woman are one when they join in union. How could you have let this happen to Lot's wife? But then I started digging a little bit deeper into the story. And then I realized that you never hear about Lot or his wife again until you get to Luke. In the book of Luke... Chapter 17, verse 32. In the message, you have to start reading at 28. And it says, It was the same in the time of Lot. The people carrying on, having a good time. Business as usual, right? Up to the day Lot walked out of Sodom, and a firestorm swept down and burned everything to a crisp. That's how it will be. A sudden total when the son of man is revealed when the day arrives and you're out working in the yard don't run into the house to get anything and if you're out in the field don't go back and get your coat remember what happened to lot's wife if you grasp and cling to life on your terms you'll lose it but if you let the life go you'll get life on god's term on that day Two men will be the same will be in the same boat fishing, one taken, the other left. Two women will be working in the same kitchen, one taken, the other left. So this is where I begin to ask the Lord. And just hear me out, y'all. And this might be too deep for a lot of people. And that's okay. But I began to ask the Lord a lot of questions considering how from the Old Testament to the New Testament, 
the people were the same. They had the mentality that if I just stay the course, I can always look back. I can always remember what things used to be like. I can always remember how it used to be as if going forward required them to look back. But the one thing that I realized from the Old Testament to the New Testament is that in the stories, Lot's wife never got a name. She remained unnamed, but she remained memorable. And in the Bible, it says that we are supposed to be salt to the earth. But what I realize is that who Lot's wife became wasn't the story that was told about her. And so I wondered if when we grow in life, business, friendships, relationships, are we growing based upon what people have said are memorable about us? Are we only trying to get back and become better from past experiences, past memories? Because Lot's wife was memorable. She was unnamed. She was a destination. But she was also a reminder that you will have to leave something to go forward. But if you look back every time, you'll be forced to stay familiar instead of becoming what the next generation is supposed to pick up and carry. Because he's salt in the earth. How fragile are you? How tasteless are you? Why don't you leave an aroma? Why can't you be separated from sand? Why can't you be found? Why are you just a reminder to people to not be a memory? My brother says something that always hits me. And he says it like this. Casual should not diminish your excellence. Because if it does, it's no longer casual. It's become compromise. And when I think about Lot's wife, and I think about Lot, they were the two people in the boat. Lot was willing to negotiate the terms. God, I promise you, if you just let me get to there, I will make sure that I don't look back where you brought me from. And Lot's wife didn't even realize that she had the authority to ask for permission before she left to allow her to look again. Because when she got to there, she wouldn't have to look back. And so perspective doesn't always need to be seen. But heart postures always need to be going forward. Because if you have to position your heart to look back, you will be a memory 
for people to never grasp the totality of the legacy that you could be leaving. And so I wonder if while we're sitting here trying to figure out where we're supposed to be going, how we're supposed to become a better human, if we understand that comparison never makes you feel inferior or superior. So here's my question to you guys. Before you get going into your weekend and before you continue to build a legacy that you think you have to leave, I want you to look back and I want you to look back for the last time. I want you to understand that you cannot build and create legacy based upon old memories of who you are because the best version of who you are has hasn't been birthed yet lot was willing to negotiate with god i believe because he knew that if he could get to a new place the small town where no one knew his name where no one knew his history where no one knew his past that he knew that he could change. But he knew that the change would have to start in him. And he was willing to inconvenience everything that was within him, everything that was around him, all the people that he knew, so that he could get up and walk with his head held high, so he could get up and build from the ground up. That he knew that when he got into that small town, that everything about his life will become legacy, no longer history. Because realistically, history wasn't for him. It was for him to tell God's story, his story. But Lot's wife, she became memorable. She remained unnamed. But she was necessary too. She was necessary for people like you and I. When we hit detours in the road and we're forced to pick forward or going backwards. And I just believe that Lot's wife realized that we could not become someone that we weren't. Whether it's sitting on a hotel floor recording a podcast or if it's us being honest about where we've been Or if it's us having life happen. And we always tell the story of what happened. Rather than who we become. Who we're becoming. See the difference between Lot and his wife. Was that Lot knew that he had to risk everything. Lot wasn't trying to be memorable. Lot realized that in a small town he could start over. And so many of you are so afraid to start over because you feel like you have. So many things that you want the world to know about your story. That you're forgetting that the story doesn't belong to you. Lot's wife understood. Lot's wife heard the assignment. 
Lot's wife was in the buggy, the cart, the car, the wagon, whatever you want to call it. She was on the right path to going forward. But she questioned God by saying, give me one more time to look back without saying anything. And so I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you this Friday to do something that a lot of people don't do. And I want you guys to comment on my post. I want to welcome you to the winner circle. Because this will be the last time that I create the memory that February 19th is my story. Because so many times we consider healing from trauma the best part of the story and it's not we consider getting help the best part of the story and it's not and so I want us to realize that when you understand who you are who you've become you have to realize that the greatest part of the story is the part that people get to see with their eyes touch with their hands feel on their skin and sometimes that means that you have to consider the cost of letting go of all the pain taking your hand off the story that you think you have to hold on dear to allow God to bless it but allow him to create a legacy for everyone else to understand that grace is redemptive and forgiveness is freedom and love is one way yes ladies I said love is one way because if you understand that love would do it all over if it was just for you not knowing that you would say yes to love every time God would still send a son and so although Lot's wife is memorable she still remains unnamed she still remains the girl who turned into a pillar of salt but most importantly she's also the reminder that you don't get to look back anymore your story of yesterday was just that it's a story of yesterday and so I wonder if you'll realize that when you look back on yesterday that you have today And since today is not in your yesterday, you can't look back anymore. You have to pick up the pieces and decide to go forward. You have to understand that now in a small town, no one knows your story. So begin to tell the story that you want to see in full term. To all my single ladies, stop telling everybody while I'm waiting for a man. Start telling everybody about the man that you know that God is going to send your way. To the mom who is looking for a way out of financial stress, start telling everyone about the dreams that God has given you that are going to build legacy for your children and get up and go do the work. For the entrepreneurs out there, 
Stop saying, well, I'm just looking for my next gig. Create your next gig. Invest in your dreams. But most importantly, to the widow, stop looking back at what you think you've lost. And look ahead and start telling people about what God is about to redeem for you. You're beautiful. You're worthy of being loved again. And God will always do his part. He'll always show you a small town. If you just negotiate and ask him to let you get to there. But let me go on record by saying, don't ask God for there if you're only going to look back. The world doesn't need more salt. They need legacies to say, wow, I can go do that. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to accept my invitation to come into my home, to come and have a seat with me, but to allow yourself to actually be vulnerable enough to ask the hard questions, to enjoy the journey. Listen, I will always make this space a space where you can be free, where you can be who you are, but where you know that no matter what, when you get up from the table and walk back out my door, that the next time you feel like you just need a space, that you can always come back and have a seat with me. So until next time, do me a favor, go grab your best friend and tell them, hey girl, listen, I just found the new place that we can go and have those conversations. The ones that we sat around in the Taco Bell at 3 a.m. having, but a place where someone else just gets it. They're willing to get in the trenches with us. They're willing to cry, wipe our tears, laugh really loud, but get uncomfortable with having the hard conversations. But more than anything, please know, you can always come knock on my door because I'll always have a seat ready for you.